Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. Glad that it, that it almost matches what I was, how to find happiness world of strife and sorrow. 
And while I won't be talking about any controversial topics that, that hit the news, I do have a controversial topic that I will be hitting. Um, but again, if you would just share the room, we're, gl we're glad you're here. I see some, uh, I don't see any party hats today, but I do see some people with some anniversaries here and great, great to see everybody this morning. Um, so we'll just get started. Um, I am Sean Shapiro. I'm a doctor of chiropractic from Portsmouth, New Hampshire. And on this episode of Breakfast with Champions, I want you to know one thing. Sometimes endings are necessary. It's hard sometimes to do the hard things. It's even harder when you have to have conversations that you should have had years ago. And now it's just assumed you're going to live with the things that bother you and pretend they don't exist, but you can't. And you're gonna surprise everybody because you're gonna have those conversations. It's not okay to sweep your feelings under the rug. It's not okay not to love yourself enough to let go of toxic situations and relationships because you are afraid you won't find anybody out there. Not only is this true in relationships, but it's true in business. It's true in friendships and it's true in life in general. There is no lack, repeat for the people in the back of the room, there is no lack of other people in this world to fulfill your needs and your wants. There's only this belief in lack that our enemy instills in our brain that allows us to succumb to the fear that we are not entitled to happiness, but we are indeed lucky to receive the crumbs that we have received so far. Where did this come from? When did human beings as a species decide there wasn't enough in the world or universe for all of us? I'm gonna give you an example. In 2019, I'm not sure anybody even knows this. In 2019, scientists found an asteroid, one asteroid, that has 700 quintillion dollars of gold in it. That's right, I said 700 quintillion dollars, one asteroid. There is only an estimated $93 billion worth of gold here on Earth. But what's even shock, more shocking, there's an estimated $200 billion of gold on the moon only 230,000 miles from the earth. There are people in this room that have got more frequent flyer miles than that. We've been to the moon. We could send robots there to dig it out. See, when we look at things locally, we see that the labels of mine and yours, we put it on things here on earth, is nothing compared to what's just kicking around in, our own, in, the, in the cul-de-sac we live in in our solar system. It's a matter of perspective. And for those of you trying to figure out what a quintillion is, it is a million times a trillion. That asteroid has 700 million times $1 trillion of gold in it. I don't have enough fingers and toes to get my head around that kind of math. And I'm sure nobody else here does. That's a lot of gold. So what does all this astrogeology have to do with endings? Well, let me break this down for you Barney style because it is this that will get you through whatever life throws at you in relationships. Your lack of vision of what's truly out there, your fear of ending up on the short end of things is what keeps you in bad relationships. You are willing to accept meh type of a performances from employees or independent contractors because they are the devil that you know. And you are hearing about how hard it is to find good help these days. So you better be grateful for what you had. Listen. Gratitude is great. I'm a big believer in gratitude. I do my gratitude every day. False gratitude, though, that's emotional cancer right there. That's enough to tear out your soul. 
There is one, there's more out there for you and me than we can ever imagine. There's more out there for you and me than we could ever collect. But we are so afraid of letting go of the bars we surround ourselves with because what if we don't find something or someone else? What if we end up alone? Well, if you end up alone in business, it's good. there's good news because your employee reviews will go through the roof because no one except for maybe Bill Hauser is going to give himself or herself a bad review. But the chances of you ending up alone in this world are very slim. You almost have to be the biggest dink in the world to make that happen. So if you're being a dink, stop being a dink. As far as endings go though, it's time for some of us, right? It's time to take back your power from other people and say enough is enough. This job was good enough for you to apply for, Sally, but you've acted like it wasn't good enough for you to keep since you got here. In personal relationships, it's like Amelia Antonetti says. She says it all the time and it actually one day just struck me like a lightning bolt after I'd heard her say it like 50 times. You need to be where you are celebrated and not tolerated. Something else has always been there for you. Something else has always wanted to be with you. You lack the vision or just the telescope to see your 700 quintillion dollar space rock. So you say, hey, Dr. Sean, that's great. You got a new telescope and all, and you're, and you're seeing bigger things for yourself in the future once you build your rocket ship. But hey, you're a doctor of chiropractic, not a rocket scientist. How do you imagine you'll get there from here? And I would suggest that this is a, this is a great question, okay? This, this is a great question that you might want to ask yourself. It may be the greatest question of all time. Because if we make our own prison with our relationships, with our employees, our spouses, with other things, we certainly will have to reach an escape velocity to end up in those relationships to claim our rock. And a fun thing about ending things and escape velocity, the Freemasons, it's not that kind of show, so just take it easy, always, end up the, always ended their correspondence with the number 33. Why 33? Well, they say it's because the number 33 are the levels of Freemasonry. But the funny thing about the number 33 is it also represents a ton of other things, and Amelia can get into all that stuff with you. But for me, the, the, the most amazing thing about it is that 33 times the speed of sound is the escape velocity of a rocket to leave the Earth. So when you end things with a 33, you actually are telling the world that you are going to escape with your ending. It is imperative that we have the conversations of ending with those we no longer feel serve our experience for the good of us. It is imperative that we, that we are upfront and transparent with the people in our lives that we are moving on from. Sometimes it's as easy as not answering a text for some people. And sometimes it's a more formal conversation that dissolves a partnership or a union or a marriage. understand why people have you know you hear about people who run from those conversations instead of having the hard conversations it's just easier than confronting all the failures as an employer as a leader as a husband as a father a boyfriend a girlfriend a wife whatever but for those who have always shied away from those confrontations i will let you know something as a defector from those a recent defector
from those ranks. There is nothing more liberating than living your truth and confronting the ugliness in your life. I am happy to say that on the other side of all of my fear was everything I always wanted. And apparently, what I always wanted most was for me to show up for myself. And now that I have shown up, my life feels infinitely better than when I waited for someone else to show up and do the dirty work for me. I kept this a little short today. I'm sorry. It was a hard segment for, you, for me to write. But I do have a list of four things I'd like to share to help you have hard conversations. And I came up with these on my own, and I can send you a copy if you really want, if you really want them. But they're pretty, pretty basic. But I think thinking about them in advance, you know, really helped me recently with a hard with a bunch of hard conversations. So number one, prepare in advance for what you want to say and what your goals are out of the conversation conversation. Chances are the people that you're going to have the conversation with haven't been preparing. You can better guide the conversation to peaceful resolution and to the goal you desire by having prepared in advance. That's the number one thing. Number two, speak for yourself. Never decide for the other party in the conversation how they feel or what they feel or if they're going to eat some Cheetos, Mary Lynn, or whatever that's going on there. I'm going to mute you. Okay? Only speak for you. (laughs) Only speak for you, your problems, your issues, your decisions, and your actions. Speak for yourself only. Number three. Create space that allows people to win even when they're losing their job or you. If you're going to lose the marriage, win the divorce. If you're going to lose the employee, let them know they're moving on to something better. Number four, be, res- be supportive, but be resolute. If you made a decision, stick to it. Most of the regret you'll feel during the conversation is misguided and usually revolves around the fact that maybe if you had been more proactive in the past, which is not something you can control, the necessary ending now could have been avoided. Buyer's remorse works both ways, folks. And when you're in the middle of of the ish, so to speak, it's very easy to get nervous and go back off the tightrope. Stay on it, look forward, not down, not back, not up, just straight ahead and get through it. So that's all I have for this week. It's a little shorter, like I said, than, than I usually do. But I'd love to hear how endings, things, has created new opportunities in your life. Or maybe where you are stuck in the endings you need to have happen right now. Do I have anybody who wants to share or have I put you all to sleep? I can share. Hi, Jan. Go ahead. Yeah, thank you, Dr. Sean. Um, thank you for that. I really enjoyed it. And um, you know what? Speaking of endings, you know, whilst you were speaking, I was just reminded that, you know, the version of us from yesterday has also ended. Um, And, you know, I just think that, you know, it's great to be reminded about endings. And also, I kind of feel that it is time for us to allow the old version to end in peace and uh, to embrace the new me. You know, we can all start right now. So I really love your segment. Thank you so much. 
Thank you, Jan. Love hearing your voice. Anybody else want to add anything to this conversation this morning? Go ahead, Mary Lou. Well, I'm I'm done eating my Cheetos. No, actually, <laughs> I don't know why the app's been so glitchy. Anytime I go to back channel, it unmutes me, and that was opening skincare sample from Megan DiMartino. So I'll let you guys know how that goes. But the ending thing is, you know, I left St. Pete, and um, I felt like the walls were closing in on me when I was in St. Petersburg and, um, I felt like I was being stifled there. Um, I've been there 48 years of my 52. And so, I, like I said, I've before in here many times, I just moved across the bridge, but I had to end some friendships too, that were pretty negative. And one of them was my best friend from high school. She, um, we've been best friends since we were 15 and, that was really hard to do, but, you know, just saying goodbye to some of those relationships, but I got over to Tampa and, um, I still noticed feeling a little bit stifled. So, um, I have to realize, and I love what you said. It really hit home is there is abundance everywhere. So kind of, if I'm not finding abundance in the moment, you know, I have to look at me, but I do feel more freedom. Now I'm going to go look for the abundance. And I did have to say goodbye to some relationships. So just really moving today for me. That's all. I don't have anything profound, just really moving. And um, thank you for that. So it's funny when we actually shed a light on the thing. Hey, listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. Things in our life that we haven't really examined. Some of the dust, some of the some of the nicks, some of the scratches, and some of the defective parts to what it, to the furniture that's been in our life for so long, all of a sudden looks very ugly under a bright light, right? So when we decide that it's time to either refinish or throw out our bookcase, right? That book, that ugly bookcase that we've got in our in our in our living room, then then it becomes like Jan said, something that we end every day, something that we begin every day, like the, um, I think it was, I think Krishna is the, is the Indian version of that, where the destroyer and the remaker of things, right, where we're constantly remaking ourselves, but we have to actually examine it first, and I think that's what the theme of your story is, Mary Lynn, is that you examined where you were and decided that it was no longer serving you. So we have a little time left before I turn it over to Tamara. Go ahead, Dakota, and then we'll hear from Jean. Hey, good morning, Dr. Sean. Thank you. This is actually so perfect. As you know, I'm, I'm building a team here, and my guys are just, you know, they're cranking it, and they're they're doing the right things. And I do have one person on my team who just is just not clicking, not doing it, not putting the time in. I, and I just need to cut the cord. It, it, it's affecting the other people in the team, I feel, you know, because we all feel like one, and it's almost like he's become a joke. And I, I just... I just feel bad, you know, I just have it in me and, 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 and keep trying to give chances and it's just not working out. And, um, I really need to hear this today because, you know, it's not me being a jerk or anything like that, but if they're not in the right seat or it's not working for them, I just, I got to cut the cord. I got to cut the cord. I think it'd be better for us as a team as a whole. And just thank you. Cause I really, really needed to hear this this morning. 
If I may, I think that you're being a jerk when you don't have the conversation, right? Like when you're keeping somebody from their good because you're afraid of moving on, because you're afraid of having the conversation, that that's when you're the jerk. When you free them up, when you free yourself up of all the burdens that come with b bad performance or the inability for somebody to, you know, create the life that they want, then you're doing something good for them as opposed to being a jerk. So I think that's reverse. I think that we look at it all the wrong way. And I Thank think you. that we I think that we can actually be less jerky by having the conversation, if I may. Go ahead, Jeannie. Thanks, Dr. Sean. Thank you. Thanks for your message. This brings back to me um, something I haven't thought of in a very long time, but in my 30s, I had a season where in a couple of months, I had to end a, a relationship of someone that wanted to be engaged. I had to fire my first employee team member and another good friend who also was working with me as a consultant um, essentially fired me from our, from our friendship. Um, and that was the first time I had really realized that as hard as it is, the freedom that comes from releasing those relationships and the um, just the ability to breathe. And so it makes me think now, fast forwarding <laughs> several years of how it's not that they are easier, but I think your points about being direct and having the conversation sooner than later um, is a great reminder, even in, in smaller things that aren't quite so life-changing. So um, it just reminds me of that season. It's interesting to look back. So thank you for that reminder and thanks for your words. I'll pass the mic. Thank you for that reminder. Breathing is important, right? Like how many times do you walk past that employee that you know has got to go and you hold your breath almost like the stink will knock you out as you walk by it, right? So I think that I think that the ability to breathe and be yourself and to be in alignment with the things that you want is very important. And uh, I'm grateful for your reminder there, Jeannie. Thank you. A little time left. May I share? Yeah, go ahead, Hi. then we'll go to David, and then we'll go to Monica after that. Okay. Hi, my name is Linda. Thank you for the segment today, Dr. Sean. Well, listening um, to you speak this morning made me think of clutter. Um, I was a hoarder <laughs> of clothing. I had, I had clothes for every season, every occasion. I had a room for my clothes and a room for my shoes. And um, I promised God, I said, you know what? I'm going to start wearing everything in my closet. I'm going to make use of it and make every use of everything in my life, right? And if I don't have use for it, I'll get rid of it. But I never did. And um, eventually I had a fire and everything was destroyed. I had books, I had, oh my goodness. I had, I just was, I kept everything. And also the same thing we can do with people. We can keep every relationship, even long after it's useful. But when you let go of things and sometimes people, it opens up the space and the room for new and fresh um, things to come into your life. Um, and sometimes less is more. Uh, having good quality things, good quality relationships, good quality um, clothing, but not too much. 
it's there's there's a benefit to it and um so i i thank you for that because and that um that assessment i think it's um Florlio? I don't remember her name, but there's a woman that um, that speaks about if you don't, if it doesn't bring you joy, and there's no use for it to get rid of it and to go through each item in your home like that. And I've I've adopted that before I before I heard of her, because I now think it was Marie Kondo you're talking about Marie Kondo. Yes, that's exactly who it is. Thank you for that. Um, yeah, and and it's the same thing in even in your relationships. I think that. This, um, go where you're celebrated, not where you're tolerated. And the same thing for the clothing, same thing for the furniture, same for, thing for everything should bring a degree of joy and have some use in your life. And sometimes things are taking up too much space. So um, thank you. It's like declutter. Thank you. So I'll quote another, uh, maybe not so famous, but uh, powerful uh female voice in in the prosperity space called her name was Catherine Ponder and one of the quotes that I remember from her books mostly uh, the most is nature abhors a vacuum and that when you create a vacuum when you get rid of things that no longer serve you the universe God whatever you want to call it will fill it with the things that you want as long as you're intentional about that so I like that reminder too that the that nothing good flows into clutter right nice. nothing nothing good flows into clutter and when you get rid of the clutter nature needs to fill that vacuum that you've created and hopefully it'll create it'll fill it with what you decide you want as opposed to what you will settle for who is next monica or david david was next go ahead david hey thanks sean appreciate it and yeah good morning everybody i uh, it's a it's a, it's an interesting conversation. I, I mean, I haven't really thought about it in a while, but you know, I I'll be coming up on twenty years sobriety. Sorry, can you hear me? Okay, you're good. Go ahead. All right, cool. Um, yeah, November will be coming up on twenty years sobriety, and uh, you know, I, I lived a different life back then, and and wanted a the only way I could change and get to uh, where I am today and to where I'm going ultimately is I had to remove just about everything out of my life and, and one of the most difficult were the the friends the people that I hung out with and um, <clears throat> as well as uh, a long-term relationship I was in and but I, I had no choice and you know I always remember somebody and you know the friends part too is even more difficult because some of these people that I, you know, knew for years and years and we were buds and we drank together and we did other things together, but I had no choice. I was either going to stay there or, um, yeah, that was it. There was either, I had to stay with them or I was going to go forward and I, and I chose to go forward. And somebody said something to me once that just made a lot of sense, uh, about, you know, the, um, uh, the girl I was with and basically, you know, I quit drinking for a couple of years back then. She had quit as well, and then she decided to go drinking again. And there was a point where I had to make a decision. And I was literally at a crossroad where I was just like, you know what, forget it. I'm just going to drink again. And and But he had said to me, but I, I wanted to stop. So um, he said, uh, what did he say to me? He said, you know, if you can't help her at this point, 
and he said what's going to end up happening is think think of yourself as being in a canoe and and you're in the canoe and the other person's in the water and they're going to pull you in the water before you can pull them into the canoe and i just always remember that and that was kind of the moment i just said you know what i have to move on so i had to move on from everything i know it was super difficult looking back now it was a gift it was the greatest thing i ever did but i think a few people have talked about that so Thanks for uh, thanks for opening up the conversation, Sean. It just kind of got me thinking about that. I haven't talked about that in, in, in a while. And my name's David. I'll pass it back to you. Congratulations again, David. Um, always glad to hear that you've stayed that long on your path. That's awesome. Monica, go ahead. Good morning. This is Monica in the turquoise ring. Um, I don't talk a lot about this, but I will talk about it now briefly. In 2020, I blew up my 25-year marriage, almost 25-year marriage. It was my choice. It was a hard choice. But sometimes we come to a point in our lives when we have a moment or cumulative moments of clarity. Ooh, this is hard to talk about. Cumulative moments of clarity that come to an inflection point where, where we are face-to-face -face with ourselves. And what I realized was that um, although I beat myself up about not noticing things for a long time, um, I realized that just because you have a lot of time invested in something doesn't necessarily mean that it's the right thing. And when you make a change like that, you make a big decision like that, it is scary. It is frightening and, and it can take a little time to do it. But it's like when you watch The Wizard of Oz, <laughs> and it starts out in black and white, and then it goes to color. Once you go to color, you can't ever go back to black and white. And if you do, you know that you're always going to miss the world of color. So um, for anyone on the call today who is really struggling with a decision like that, a marriage, a, a job, a career, a move, a whatever, a big decision where you have to leave something behind, Remember that we always have to look forward and we always have to do what is ultimately best for our own authenticity, our own desires, and the goals and dreams of our life. And remember, if you've invested time in it, a room can be dark for a long, long time, and it doesn't matter how long it was dark before you turn the light on. Once the light on the, is on, the light is on. This is Monica, and I'm done. Wow, Monica. Thank you for that share. Thank you, Monica. Great share. I know how hard that is for you to share. And I know how hard you've worked to get to where you are right now. I think we should all congratulate Monica on that. She's she's a warrior. She did it before. Absolutely. Yes. Congratulations. Absolutely. From 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 I color to black Monica. and white, and from that's black beautiful. and white to color. That, that that's a major call out right there, Monica. I, I caught that visual. Well done, Monica. Well done, cheering for you. Beautiful, Monica. Congratulations. We have time for one more quick share if somebody wants to go. I'll jump in. This is really, quick. This is really quick. And uh, we just, I loved what Monica said. That's such a beautiful coined phrase. Uh, blessings to you. Uh, but what I wanted to share, I don't know why I'm shaking, but it just popped up in my mind while Monica was speaking. We have to know the difference between sympathy uh, 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 sympathy and suffrage. 
and, and I'm not I'm not talking about empathy because when you're empathic, I think you already know the difference. Um, but a lot of people, um, sympathy and empathy are a little bit different, and you can look it up on Google. But w when you're when when you're sympathetic, um, you're you're not serving um, yourself uh, when you're in a situation that you're choosing a su suffrage. Um, and there is a difference between sympathy and suffrage. And I think sometimes we stay in relationships because we feel so bad for the other person. I think when you're empathetic, um, you actually do what you can with those feelings, right? Um, but when you're when you're in a state of sympathy, and I'm not saying that that's a bad thing to be in a state of sympathy, uh, but from a distance, it's easy because um, you know you could feel bad for somebody, but you know you're you're removed. But when you're in a situation, now I'm making this longer than I said I would, but you get my drift. Um, just know the difference for yourself. Are you suffering uh, or are you just, you know what I'm saying? Uh, don't suffer. It's okay to have sympathy, but just don't suffer. No, you shouldn't suffer. You only live once and I'm done. Right. Thank you, Patricia. Thank you. Yes. Don't suffer. Don't suffer in silence. Don't tolerate other people deciding what your life is supposed to look like. Don't be anybody's doormat. Don't be someone who, when the end of their life comes, looks back and said, if I had just. That's something none of us want to do. Do it now. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.